everyone, and welcome back to McClure on the Mic Kids. During today's amazing episode, we will be tuning into a fun and suspenseful audio play based off of a short story written by one of our incredible podcasters. Now let's dive into The Great Knight Valiant Goes in a Quest. It was a beautiful day. Sunshine showed through the trees, illuminating all the creatures scuttling from branch to branch. A knight valiant was trying to set a tree on fire using a woodpecker. Chip faster, you darned bird. We need to get the sweet, sweet syrup of this Canadian tree that has delicious maple syrup of the Canadians. Well, when I was young, Canadians invaded my village, stealing my mother, father, dog, and house. They tried to capture me, but I merely hid in a jar of jam. They found me. But I was far too slippery for them. <gasps> yes, it is. And then the messenger arrived. Your night ship, your night ship. Huh? The king has requested an audience with you. Why does he need an audience? He has a quest for anybody in the audience. Okay, I'll be there as soon as I set this tree on fire. At that exact moment, millions of miles away, the great astronomers of the East were testing their new giant telescope. They had accidentally pointed it at one of the suns, blinding their brother Geoff setting Valiant's tree on fire and causing it to topple. Fortunately, it fell on the messenger and not Valiant. I am off! Ten weeks later, Valiant finally arrived at the king's castle, still carrying the body of the dead messenger. He threw the messenger's body up the steps before walking up them and knocking on the red mahogany door, which creaked open, revealing the king's theater. Millions of strange folk were sitting in the audience, Fish with people heads, people with fish heads, fish with fish heads, people with cats, people with hats, and people in frats. Epsilon Omega. Valiant took his seat, propping up the messenger's body in the seat next to him. The curtains opened. The king, with his giant head, greeted them. Good morning. It's late afternoon. The king flung one of the many wet fish that he kept in his robe at the frat person. Oh. Now, I've invited you all here to watch me send Knight Valiant on a quest. The king's were overrupted in a fury of wet fish. Quiet! Everybody shut up. The only noise in the theater were the fish, flopping about and thinking, Where am I? What am I? How did I get before dying? Valiant! The king suddenly turned and pointed to Valiant. Why are you wearing a bathing suit and covered in jam? Well... Silence. That's all I need to know. Now, your quest is to kill my sister, the Duchess, who lives in the East. Now, be off. And so Valiant was off, carrying only two wet fish, while in a bathing suit and covered in jam. Three long weeks later, Valiant arrived at the Duchess's castle, which was a single tower sprouting at an awkward angle out of the ground. Hey! A guard emerged from the tower. Help! Good God! Take it away! Oh Lord, please! The guard covered his eyes and took a wrong step, falling over the tower's precipice and to his death. Ah! A prescient right voice rattled out from inside the castle. Frederick? No, Valiant! The Duchess emerged from the tower. Her head was twice as big as and twice as ugly as the king. Whom is it? Whom is it? Pardon? It was at this moment the Duchess noticed his condition. Why are you in a bathing suit? I thought you were the Great Knight Valiant. 
Is that Jim? Yes. Just which question? All of them. The Duchess thought about this for a while. I thought about this for a while, and I think I'm going to shoot you with this cannon. The Duchess pointed to a cannon lying the precipice of the castle. Okay. The Duchess lunged for one of the cannons lying the precipice and fell over. Whoop! But she got back up. She aimed, lit, and fired the cannon at Valiant. However, Valiant's jam was so slippery, the cannonball bounced back at the castle, destroying it and the Duchess. One long lunch break later, Valiant returned home, heaving the enormous head of the Duchess on his shoulders. The king was outside in his garden, having a tea party with his dolls, when Valiant suddenly dropped the Duchess's huge head on the table, destroying it. The king was so overjoyed, he made Valiant buy him a new tea table. The end. Cool! Wasn't it an awesome story? Of course! Now, how about we hear from our spectacular counselor, the one and only, Mrs. Dee Dee! I'm great. What class do you teach? Yeah, so I teach a sixth grade only specials class called Choices. So each sixth grader will take it for one quarter. What's your favorite uh, project in Choices? Um, I have a lot of favorite ones, but I really like the career unit where kids get to take a little interest inventory and figure out all the things that they like to do, the things that they're really skilled at doing. And then um, we pop that into a computer system. And the computer kind of spits out some careers that they would be good at in the future. And then we kind of explore those careers. So that's always fun. What college did you attend? I went to Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. What's your favorite sport? Oh, this is a tough one. I like a lot of sports. Um, right now it's cross country because I'm the cross country coach at McClure. I love college basketball. And in high school, I was a swimmer and a water polo player. So lots of sports. When you were a kid, what was your favorite subject? I really liked English. I like to read. I like to write. So English was my favorite subject. How long have you been teaching? This is my 11th year at McClure. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, let's see. I like the Harry Potter movies. I like the Hunger Game movies. I like like trilogies and series and stuff like that. If you had a choice between two superpowers, invisible or flying, which one would you choose? I would choose flying. I like to travel, and it would be nice if I could just do that on my own without having to pay for a plane ticket. And what do you want for kids to learn in Choices? Yeah, so Choices is all about learning about things that hopefully will make you successful in school in the current, right, like while you're at McClure, and then also in the future. So I want kids to know that it's important to do things like goal setting, to learn about time management, and to know about some of their strengths so that they can apply those things to school and hopefully be really successful. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That was a great interview. Totally. Mrs. Didi will be your sixth grade choices teacher next year, and you guys will have a blast. Thanks for tuning in to our last episode of McClure on the Mic Kids. 